This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Elizabeth Preston, episode 200, the last episode for now. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for barrier-breaking women who are ready to shed their good girl layers so they can own their power and live deeply fulfilling lives instead. I'm your host, Lindsay Elizabeth. I'm a leadership coach to women all over the world. And I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me and my guests as we challenge you to shed society's bullshit systems and beliefs to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you were meant to be. As you listen, trust your intuition to take what you love and leave the rest. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. And while that informs my experience and perspectives, I wholeheartedly believe living a deeply fulfilling life is possible to every woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I'm open to doing better and hearing your feedback. My goal is for you to leave this show feeling empowered, inspired, and ready to share this show with every woman you know so they too can create a life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hi there, beautiful soul. All right, episode 200. This is it. This is the last episode of the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast for now. Maybe forever, we'll see. But yeah, this is it. And this is what this episode's all about today, talking about the end of the show, why I'm ending it, what's next, covering the highlights from the past 200 episodes. And I brought on a special guest Rachel Permit, who is actually my operations manager. She's been with me now for two and a half years, and she has been an integral part of this podcast. She has either listened to every episode or read the transcript of it. And in the past year, she has become the editor of the show, as well as creating the show notes, pulling the quotes from the show, so many things. She does a plethora of things behind the scenes, and I am excited for you to meet her because this show would not have been possible without her help. And so she's going to be interviewing me a bit today, and I'll be asking her some questions as well as we kind of recap on what this show has been about our favorite episodes, some behind-the-scenes things that nobody's known about, some things that have been hard, why I'm ending the show, what's next. We're just covering it all today. So get comfy. This is a very chill episode and reflect with us on the show that has brought so much change to so many people. We talk about how many downloads we've had and so many other stats that we've never shared before. So I hope you enjoy it. And I can't believe this is it. I mean, I'm a little bit sad and a little bit relieved because you'll talk here about in the show, this has been a big commitment. Um, but yeah, I can't, like, I almost don't want to end the intro. It's like, this is my last intro, but I got to go because I got to go on a client call. So here we are, my friends, the last one. And here is my interview with Rachel 
apartment. Enjoy. All right, Rachel, here we are. Episode 200. I laugh because we've had to say this many times because we're having internet issues. Oh, first off, am I clear? I think so. I think we got it. Okay. Here we are. Episode 200. How are you feeling? <laughs> I can't believe it. I mean, you know, it's it's really bittersweet. It's, it's a huge milestone to be here at 200, but it's also really sad that it's ending. Yeah, it's definitely very bittersweet. I think both of us have talked about for months of like, oh, it'll be so nice when the podcast is off our plate. But then there's a part of me and I think a part of you that's like, oh, this has been kind of fun. It definitely. And it's just, it's such incredible content and there's so much of it and, but it'll still be there. That's the great part. Yeah, for sure. That's what's awesome. Yeah. It lives on forever and ever, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I looked up, you started with me June 15th, 2020. And that was when episode 49 came out. So you've been here for 150 episodes. That is so crazy. I know I was kind of reminiscing on my very first week working with you. And I think, you know, doing some of the podcast tasks was probably maybe my very first day, something that I learned. I mean, obviously my role within the podcast kind of grew from there, but it's definitely been such a major part since day one. Yeah. And it's just gotten bigger and bigger for you. So it would be like, oh, yeah, Rachel, we have an editor or we have this other person that can help with stuff. And then as time went on, it just became very clear that you were better than everybody else. And I was like, okay, Rachel, just edit it, read the show notes, pull the social images, put all the social images out. And so, yeah, for I would I think the past year it's been like all you, right? Pretty much. I think, yeah, I think it's been about a year at least. And I know it was kind of this gradual process where I would just get more and more. Yeah. So our process has been, you know, I create the content, I record the content, and then I pass it off to Rachel and she does everything else. She edits it. She puts the show notes. She pulls the graphics. She reaches out to interview guests if we have them, um, puts it on the blog and all the tech stuff that's involved. And so, yeah, it's been like a huge part of your role. So we wouldn't be here without you, that's for sure. Because the first year I did everything for the show and granted I only did two episodes a month at that time. It was so, it was so much. And I was like, I can't keep doing this. So then I hired an editor and you know, the rest is history. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot, but I, I mean, I do love it because it's kind of like work and fun. I mean, a lot of people will sit and listen to this type of podcast to kind of unwind and, you know, I'm doing it as my job. You know, there's obviously a lot that goes into it, but it really is kind of the best of both worlds in that sense. Yeah. You're getting paid to learn in some ways. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's like living the dream right there, baby. Yeah. Very true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So Let's kind of break down the past 200 episodes, Rachel. Where should we start? Well, I mean, I would love to know, you know, because I did come in at episode 49, like you said. So I don't really know what brought it on. You know, why did you create the show and what kept you sticking to it for four years and 200 episodes? 
Yeah, so it's so interesting because I recently pulled out some old journals just randomly and I came across the journal entry that I wrote, which was September 2018. So the show started in February 2019. So what I was doing in my journal that September was putting together the concept of this podcast and you know, some of you may know I had an old podcast called Life Lovers Radio, and it was something I had very briefly in 2015. And then I got really busy because I had a day job at that time. I ended up getting a decent amount of clients just from the first few weeks of that podcast because it was very successful right away. It was like on the new and noteworthy chart and the self-help charts when that was a thing. So yeah, I got really busy with it and I couldn't keep it up. And so I took that time off and I also got married and had a son and all that. And so when I thought, okay, I want to do a podcast again, I was like, do I just do Life Lovers Radio? And so as I was breaking down in my journal, I was like, okay, what's the difference between what Life Lovers Radio was and what I'm starting to put together could be called Become an Unstoppable Woman? Because I had a course at that time called Become an Unstoppable Woman. And I also had a Life Lovers course and I knew Life Lovers was something I was kind of evolving out of and so yeah i just wrote all these things about like what an unstoppable woman was versus a life lover and talking about what i wanted the show to be and so some of the things that i said about the show was i wanted to interview women about their journey to becoming unstoppable so i feel like we've done that by highlighting women on this show be it clients of mine or just other women in general talking about their journeys and who they are today and what led them to becoming today. So I definitely think that was accomplished. I also said I wanted to talk about issues that hold us back as women beyond just mindset stuff like gender bias and you know other issues that we encounter in our lifetimes. And I wanted it to be higher development or higher level development versus what I did on Life Levers was what I felt like people who were just starting to open their eyes to personal development work. Whereas Unstoppable, I saw as like, okay, let's talk more about getting out of your own way and finances and business strategy and leading more in your career, business and life. And I feel like we did that too. And I even talked about like doing some coaching episodes, which is something I totally forgot about Rachel until you suggested it a couple of months ago. You're like, once you should coach on the show. And I kind of put it off and then, I, and then I was like, you know, what, we should do this. So that was always in the intention and plan. And, you know, when I look at this, I'm like, we, we did all that, like all that happened. Yeah. All that and more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's really, it's yeah. Especially over the past year, I would say, I mean, it's just like some of the guests that have been on and some of the content, I mean, it's really it's gotten so deep, you know, you're, you're not just scratching the surface on some of these kind of self-help tips. I mean, it's going way beyond that. Yeah. You know, it's so funny too, because as I was looking back on the episodes, I was like, okay, what have been some of my favorites? And a lot of them have been from the past year. Mm -hmm. I was thinking the same exact thing. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, again, like the first year was me just trying to manage it all because at that time, it was 2019, my son was just about a year. And so I was coming out of this kind of extended maternity slash wedding leave. I really mapped it out today and it was really like three or four years that I slowed down. And so I was coming out of that season and trying to manage a show. And so, you know, 
it really wasn't until 2020 that I started to gain momentum. But if you look back on 2020, it was a lot of solo episodes and me just like, okay, I'm back in my groove again. Like I felt like I was out of mommy brain as so much. And I, you know, could like be coherent. And then 2021 was like expanding that with interviews. And then last year was really getting some amazing guests. Yeah. Last year was a lot of amazing interviews. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So what have been some of your biggest wins overall from doing the podcast? Yeah, I think, you know, mostly like, oh, well, what are the external stats? And, you know, you and I kind of pulled some stuff, Rachel, as we were looking back on this, you know, there's been like, what is it over 130,000 downloads of the show, which you know, in the podcast world, some would say, well, that's not a ton because it's not like the big time shows that get that in a month. But I think about 130,000 downloads, like that's crazy to me. Like that's thousands of people that have at least listened to somewhat of this, this show or downloaded something. I mean, that's like a huge impact. And I think about, you know, when I read books or listen to podcasts or something, there's always something that I take away from those experiences that change me and that author would never know or that speaker or whatever would never know that and i just think god like i'm probably creating that all the time with this show and like it's it's made such an impact and it will continue to make an impact you know absolutely absolutely and also it was top two percent of podcasts according to listennotes.com i mean that's incredible yeah which like kind of blows my mind and yeah. you know, there's stat out there too, is like there's over 800,000 active podcasts. It's like 850,000 and there's 3 million total podcasts with over 30 million episodes, which is like, you can get lost in the numbers, but that's to me is like, holy crap, there are a ton of podcasts out there. Like it is a thing now. I remember when I started my first one in 2015, like very few of us were podcasting and now it seems like everyone and their dog has a podcast. So the fact that you know, it's been in the top 2% of podcasts. It's had over a hundred thousand downloads. I'm like, that's pretty exceptional, you know? Yeah. It's, it's incredibly exceptional. Yeah. So let's talk about some of our favorite moments from these past 200 episodes, which is a lot of episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of favorite moments. I know, I know I have quite a few, but yeah, why don't you start off with some of your favorites? Yeah, I think you know, obviously it's really fun for me to bring on guests, especially guests that I know about and I admire and I get to learn from them even more and kind of have that one-on-one -on -one experience with them. So like Eve Rodsky comes to mind, obviously, you know, she's a New York Times bestseller. She wrote Fair Play and then Unicorn Space and she's in Reese's book club and she even had fair play into a documentary and so it was kind of a fangirl moment in that and what was so cool is like she pitched to us and i remember that moment i think she pitched to your email right rachel and then you forward it to mm -hmm. me and i'm like what the like she's pitching to us like what the hell like this is so cool yeah and for context too i mean we got several pitches a day almost <laughs> like i feel like yeah. i get at least one pitch a day to that email address and you know, it's kind of like, you know, when there's one that you're really excited about. And she was absolutely one of those. That was so cool to have her on. Yeah. And I will say too, because we'll talk about this maybe later when we talk about stuff behind the scenes, but you know, some people 
were like that, that reached out and I was like, oh my gosh, you're reaching out. And then they were kind of disappointing in the way things went down. But Eve was amazing. Like she showed up, she was prepared. She did her research. She knew about me. She knew what I offered in the world and she was just amazing. And so that's like a moment in time for me. I also think Simone Hung was amazing. We did an episode just a few back about what do we call it? Something about connection or something like that. But it's at the very top of my list. So I'm glad you said it. it. It is. It's literally first on my interview list of favorites. It's create authentic connection. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just loved that episode The you know, the different types of relationships and connections and the buckets of types of loneliness. And, you know, I have relationships really high on my values. So I, that episode just really resonated with me. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I learned so much from that episode and I hadn't read her book yet. And then I took a weekend and read it and it just opened up so much for me. I realized in that experience, I was like, man, I'm lonely. And I would have never, ever acknowledged that about me. And that led me on so many decisions of stepping into my power that have forever changed my life. And that's just a few months ago that all that happened. So that was a really powerful interview. And Simone too was amazing, like showed up, she knew her stuff and it was just awesome. And then too, you know, I had some other really great interviews, I think the past year with Dr. Nancy Dome, Dr. Cassandra Wilder, um, Jackie Inslinger. And then there were some a few years back with like Dr. Valerie Rain about patriarchal stress disorder that I talk about all the time. Um, Johanna Lynn with epigenetics, which is if you're a client of mine, you know, we talk a lot about epigenetics. So she was the one that opened my eyes to all of that. Aaron Morgan with Colby, that opened my eyes to that assessment. Now I use that in my business. And then one that I've been thinking about a lot lately, because just this past weekend, I went and did this thing called um, House of Color. Have you ever heard of it, Rachel? I think you were telling me about it, actually. And I oh, I was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So yes. you go and you get like, basically, you figure out what colors look best on you in, in, a, in a sense. And it's just been so eye-opening to realize like, oh my gosh, these are the colors I should wear and the makeup I should wear. And I feel like by doing that experience, I'm stepping into my authentic self of how I look even more. And that made me think of the episode with Allison and Delia about, I think we call it like authentic styling or something. Do you remember that one? Yes. Yes. I had that one down. It was called authentic styling. And yeah, that was a really fun one. It is fun because, you know, most of the episodes aren't really about you're external as much. And it's, it was really fun, I think, to kind of incorporate some of that in with that episode. Also live clutter free with, with Lisa. I cannot oh, say her yeah. last name. I know the con the con Marie expert that that was another one that I thought was just a really fun episode that kind of takes all this, these internal concepts and kind of applies them externally too. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes back to the intention I wanted for this show was let's talk about a variety of things that impact women and help them, you know, in their journey along the way. And I think too, you know, sometimes you'll listen to an episode like I did with Allison and Delia. And I just kept thinking, okay, I know I want to step more into my authentic self and my style, but I wasn't there yet. And so it was something that just has been simmering. And now that I'm putting attention to it, I'm like, damn, I'm even like applying that content even more into my life. And like, how amazing is that? Because it was so eye opening. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So those are some of my favorite interviews. What were some of yours? 
I mean, you mentioned a lot of them, definitely the heal your hormones with Dr. Cassandra Wilder. I mean, I feel like that just applies to so many women, myself included. And it just really, some of the things really stuck with me, like when she said, your cycle is a vital sign (laughs) and to just like how your doctor just kind of undermines that, you know, that really stuck with me. One thing you didn't mention was overcome low libido with Jordan Wiggins. Oh yeah. And that was just some cool tips to use right away. Also why abortions matter. I know that was kind of a controversial episode, but so relevant. And it was such a good episode, such a good conversation with you and Amanda Kingsley. Yeah, that was so, I I mean, I forget about that one. I mean, it's just been, again, like so awesome. And it, and it goes back to, I really feel like the show has stepped into its own the past year. And I think that's important to say because for any business owners out there, anybody out there that is starting something new and you feel like, oh my gosh, it should be perfect right away and amazing. You know, this show, it took a while to kind of find its footing. And granted, even the, some of the first episodes, I'm like, damn, that still applies today. And I would stand 100% behind that. And it was so crazy. I put that out at that time. Like, I remember one of the first episodes was question everything. And that's something I'm constantly saying to clients, constantly saying to myself. And I think it's so relevant in our day and age today that it's becoming more and more apparent that we need to question everything. So it felt like very cutting edge almost that I had that episode so quickly. And so, yeah, there were moments, but it's like, it took time to get it in its own. And some people may be like, well, if it's just coming into its own now, why are you ending it? And it's like, you know, we'll get to that later. But yeah, I think it's important to just realize like it takes time. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What about some solo episodes? Yeah. So, you know, it's hard for me to be like, oh yeah, look at all these like solo ones that I did. (laughs) There are ones that I refer clients to so often. Massive versus frantic action is one that we talk about a lot. Stages of belief is one we talk about. There was a client the other day that I even said, you need to go listen to the indulgent emotions episodes. Um, but I think for me, the solo episode that impacted me the most, it was almost like I was coaching myself through it, was one I did recently called Fear Rejection. And I remember walking away from that episode and just feeling like I healed so many things that I needed to heal to finally let my fear of rejection go. And I was like, damn, like I feel like a changed person just by speaking this into the world. and again, it just felt very healing to me. That's so cool. And I feel like there were a few moments like that, where it's not just putting it out there to teach others, but you're really, you've been coaching yourself through a lot of kind of pivotal moments in your life. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, and that's, I think why the last few episodes of the show have been kind of harder for me, because they have been topics. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to make sure we talk about that before the show ends, but they would be something I would talk about maybe in a few more months because what will happen is, you know, I'll have something happen in my life and then I'll study something and experience it as a client and then be ready to teach it. And so there's this constant pattern that's been happening over the past four years of like, you know, this birthing process in essence of each episode. Yeah, it's like constant, almost like I felt like when something went off in my life, it was like, oh, at least it has a purpose. I'm gonna turn this into a podcast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah Yeah. so what were some of the hardest ones to record I think for sure the bonus ones because the bonus ones are always like oh come look at my life 
And there's one in particular, I think about, I think we called it like my five best and worst decisions. And I think we put it out in like early 2021. And I had never said some of those things out loud. Like I talked about how I had an abortion. I talked about in college, how I used to drink and drive. I talked about, you know, some of the boyfriends that I dated. And it felt like I was taking all the skeletons in my closet and just putting it out into the world, which was a lot for my nervous system. But also at the same time, I was like, now I have nothing to hide. Like it's all out there. And so at the time it was hard and I was scared, but then I regulated to it. And I feel like that changed me a lot to be like, you can't fuck with me. Like I'm unfuckable now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, I mean, those, and I don't edit those episodes. So, I mean, it's really like just you turning on the mic and getting super vulnerable with all those bonus episodes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Especially like the end of 2021 episode where Jason and I did not have a good year. And then watching his face as he listened to that episode, because he was kind of like walking around our house listening. And I was like, oh, this is massively uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah so I was like you definitely share a lot of uh intimate moments and information about you and Jason I know thank god for Jason yeah but I will say okay so now that we're like coming out of that hard season because I think we're finally coming out of that it's like when you see us in the upswing you'll be like oh my gosh I knew how hard it was and it will take off this whole like perfection thing you know you'll realize like damn that was a lot of work for them to get that kind of marriage yeah yeah well so what about some fun episodes i know we talked a little bit about the fashion ones Mm -hmm. but what do you think were some of the most fun ones to record i really think the most fun for me is when i have a client come on but they're coming in to talk about their zone of genius so the ones that come to mind are one I did forever ago, I think it was episode 13 with Kristen Dillon Snyder. And Kristen wasn't even a client of mine yet. She sort of was, but sort of wasn't. And I was like manifesting the heck out of her to become a client. She came out and talked about, what do we call that? Like infertility something. Let me see. Oh, she was episode 15, Conquering Infertility. Mm. So I loved having her. And I remember after we did that episode, I think it was like one of her first podcast episodes to ever do. I remember saying to her, you're going to be big. And I meant it like a hundred percent of like, you have everything you need to be super successful. And it was cool. It was just like cool to see her accept that and step into that. And it was even more fun for us to start working together. But then, you know, then I had Dr. Tori Hartline on the show. We talked about chiropractic. And so it's fun to have her on and for her to step in her zone of genius. Just recently, you know, on episode 198, we had Germaine talking about energy healing, which was so fun. And then a few more episodes back, I had Audrey Blair on. We were talking about leadership and coaching and all that. So I always love those episodes. And honestly, you know, I thought about the show was ending, but I have some clients who are coming into their own with their own business. And when they're ready, like I would totally put out just like a random episode and be like, hey, Here's this other person that's starting their business because I love doing those so much. Oh, and one more I forgot to mention was Catherine Underwood. We talked about Rock Your Resume. And that one is one of my favorite episodes too because she gave so many amazing tips that are extremely applicable about how to update your resume. Yes. Yeah. So that was really fun. Yes. I love those episodes where there's 
just really straightforward tips that you can just take action on right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So give us some behind the scenes scoop on some things that went down while creating the show. Yeah, I'm sure you can add to some of this, (laughs) Rachel, because you know all the behind the scenes, probably too much sometimes. One thing is there were three big interviews where the other person dropped the ball. Like they were saying, yes, they even pitched it to us. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Or one, I pitched to them and we even set up the whole thing. And then I'm sitting there waiting for the interview to happen. And they were like a no call, no show, which was heartbreaking in some ways. Cause it was like, oh my gosh, I really admired this person. But you know, I just brushed it off. I was like, okay, like that's just how it rolls sometimes. And we moved on. Whereas it would have been really cool to have those three people, and we're not going to name names, but to be like, yeah, like, you know, here's these people that are on the show, you know, it's kind of like street cred. And so that happens sometimes, you know, you touched on it earlier, Rachel, we get so many pitches to be on the show, like multiple pitches a day. And I don't think people realize that, like how many no's we are saying to people over and over and over and over again. And we've been very picky about who we've put on the show. So most people don't know that. You know, there's been some episodes too that I look back on and I'm, they're a little cringy to me. Like the lose weight episode is actually the one that's been the most downloaded. And those are some things in the episode that I don't really stand behind anymore. And we've even talked about like pulling it, but you know, I'm just kind of like, well, they just need, if somebody just listened to that one episode, then, you know, they don't really understand the journey of the whole thing. Um, and I think that's part of it too, is like for someone, if they wanted to, to see the journey of like, it hasn't been all pretty and roses and daisies. Like Lindsay's evolved as she's done this show, you know, definitely. Yeah. And I think, you know, that that's probably an example of an episode like that's such a common thing that people will Google how to lose weight. And so that comes up and, you know, I mean, that's that's not the goal of your content. You're not just putting things out there just so people are searching for these common terms and finding it. You know, you're really putting information out there for the women that want to grow and really want to listen to this journey and everything. Yeah. And I realized, too, you know, sometimes I'll put out an episode or I'll do an interview or something. And I've like wanted to dip my toe in that content. Like for example, the weight loss stuff, because I did have some clients at the time that were working on that. And I thought, okay, maybe I need to research this and like become certified in this kind of thing. And then after I did that episode, I realized I was like, I don't really want to do this. Like, this isn't my forte. If people want to work on this, like I'm going to advise them elsewhere. And so that became really clear to me of like, here's what I do and here's what I don't do. Mm -hmm. So again, it's a journey. Yeah. Yeah. It really kind of shapes who you are as a coach too, I think. And that shows also through the different guests that you've had on. It's really just been an evolution. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think too, people don't realize like how much time each episode takes. Like For example, I am preparing to do episode 199 right now as we record episode 200. And that took me two hours of prep time today. It'll take me about an hour to record. And then it will take you about three hours, right, Rachel, after to do the editing and everything? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like a six-hour process for each episode. Yeah. It's it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. Yeah. And so, you know... 
again, I've loved doing this and I feel like I was called to do this and I needed to do this, but I don't think people realize that. And especially when I have clients that are like, oh, I want to start a podcast and it looks all shiny and fun. And I'm like, okay, great, but let's just really get clear. Do you have the bandwidth to spend six hours or pay for this kind of support to be able to do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of behind the scenes. Anything I missed? I don't think so. Not that I can think of. I mean, we already talked about how, you know, there were different editors and different processes that we would go through. And I feel like we sort of really kind of perfected the process in the last year or so. Yeah. And I will say too, there's never been a guest on the show that has been rude or I've left the interview and been like, oh my gosh, I never want to work with them again. Every time that I can think of, I've left and been like, oh my gosh, I love them. And that's probably why they were a yes to begin with to coming on the show. And, you know, there are people like that I want to keep in contact with and and all those things. So that's a really great thing. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, you know, I've listen to or read every or read a transcript for every single episode. And I don't think there was one interview. I mean, there's obviously some that I like more than others, but there wasn't a single one that I was like, Ooh, that's, that wasn't good. (laughs) You know, like they're, they're all really good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, so, you know, the average life of a podcast is only 174 days, (laughs) which is crazy. So uh, tell us what the experience has been like doing the show for 200 episodes and over four years. Yeah. So I figured that out. How many days is that? That's 1,460 days of this show. And the average is 174. So that's like half a year, right? So yeah, it's crazy. And you know, you think about when we were kids, right? And we thought, oh my gosh, college four years, that feels so long. Right. And that was like this huge experience. And I keep thinking about that with this show being four years. I'm like, this has been like a college experience. (laughs) Like it's been, it's crazy to think about it's been four years. Yeah. It's just been really fun. Like, yeah. Has it been a lot at times? Has there been times when I'm like, oh shit, we need an episode. What am I going to do? You know, but that's just part of the game. But I really just, have really loved doing this. And it was hard to say, okay, Lindsay, you've got to stop because it does take up a lot of time and it does take up a lot of resources and where I want to go next. There's just not the bandwidth for that because what's happened with doing this show is I've obviously trained my brain to always be creating episodes, right? And so there's been this constant jabber in my head always for the next episode. So anytime I'm working out or even if I'm sitting on the couch or taking a shower or whatever, it's always like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? And like putting it together and kind of figuring out when something's ready to be birthed into the world and when it needs more time and doing research and connecting with people who I would like to be on the show, which we should add to, you know, there are people I reached out to that I never heard from. So there's a lot of things that go on in that. And yeah, I just realized in the past few months, it's like, okay, I've got to turn the jabber off and just focus in on this next phase. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and all the time that it takes to do the podcast is also time you can be spending, you know, creating other beautiful things in the world. Yeah. Well, and I think too, and we'll talk about this more about what's next, but you know, like, you know, Rachel, cause you've been here for as long as you have with me, we have an amazing course called Awaken Woman. And 
that took a long time to create as well. And it's time to maximize that baby. It's time to put that out in the world even more and talk about that and get as many eyeballs on that as possible to get people into that. Because whereas this podcast is amazing and awesome and you can have a life-changing moment from one episode that will forever impact you, you know, that process of Awakened Woman is incredible and it's not given enough time and attention and it needs to be. Exactly. And, you know, the podcast is, is really each episode is like an intro into what that course can provide you. And it's really just, you're seeing glimpses of it, but the whole course is like, it's this whole life of its own. Yeah. And I will say too, is like, you know, you may be like, oh my gosh, this is just a taste. Well, holy crap. There's so much on the podcast. And it's like, we dig deeper on the podcast. I've always told clients is like the podcast is a supplement to what you're doing with me. It's more conversational. We're going to go deeper in things. When we go through Awakened Woman, you're doing a step-by-step process of like, okay, week one, we do this. Boom. Week two, we do this. And so you're getting results in a very strategic and streamlined way. And so it, it creates just faster results is what I would say. And you don't need as much content. The podcast again, is just like, Hey, let's have a conversation. Whereas in the Wigan woman coaching process, it's like, we're here to get results. So let's, let's hone in and make that happen. Right. And also, you know, the podcast is for an audience of thousands and thousands of people. Whereas the course, I mean, it's really customized to you. Yes. That's a good point. Totally. Yeah. Well, so speaking of time consuming, oh God. Oh my God. For those that don't know, we did a podcast book, which contains little, little summaries of the first 100 episodes of the show. So tell everyone how you would describe that book and just how you think about it today. Yeah. So Rachel laughs at this podcast book because she's the one that created it. She went through the first hundred episodes. Like she said, she either listened or at the time we had transcripts of every episode and she would read that whole transcript and then she would put together these one page summaries. So it was a beast to put together this project. It took months. It was a lot of time, a lot of effort. And, you know, it's funny because I look at it from time to time. And I looked at it today to prepare for this episode. And I'm like, damn, this is a really good book. Like, I call it a study guide for life. And it truly is. And, you know, it's unfortunate, because I think we need more bandwidth to promote it, which again, is like, we've created all this content, like now we just need to go promote the hell out of all of it. But, you know, the branding has obviously changed from the book, because it was kind of in that bright, colorful era, but the content, damn, again, it's like, I could create a million different videos off that book and you could go in and I almost see it as almost like tarot cards. You could like flip to a page and be like, okay, universe, what page do I need to read today and have a takeaway from it? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, a lot of these episodes, I mean, they range summer 30 minutes, summer an hour, but I mean, to have just that little synopsis that you can read on the go, or, you know, like you said, just read one per day, and it's not going to take up a lot of your time, and you're going to get so much out of it. Yeah. And and you may be somebody like me who has to hear or see things a couple of times. I think even they say on average, like, we need to see things seven or eight times before it like clicks. 
And so maybe you listen to the episode or you listen to something else that's not even mine or read something else. And then you read it through the podcast book again, and it just continues to click of like, oh, okay, here are the steps that I need to take when I'm making goals. Okay, here are the steps to take when changing careers or whatever you're working on, right? And so it just allows you to master that. And so you can apply it even more. Yeah. It was it was a fun project, but it was definitely a lot of work. <laughs> but I'm I'm really happy with how it it turned out. I think it's a really really useful tool to have. Totally. And two, you know, we still have it to anyone listening. So all you have to do is go leave a review for the show, either on Apple Podcasts wherever you listen. You take a picture of that review. You can even do it on my Facebook page. So just look for Lindsay Elizabeth Preston on Facebook. And you send it to uh, the link lindsayepreston.com forward slash 100. And then Rachel will get the notification that you have submitted that and you'll get a digital copy of the book. And then if you're a current client, we still have a couple more printed copies of the book that we'll send you until you run out. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to miss the most about doing the show? Oh, gosh. What am I going to miss the most? I think it's twofold. You know, as much as I say like, oh, I can't have the jabber going on in my head, I am going to miss the jabber. Like the jabber has been a good friend of mine now. And there's been so many moments too, like I said, when I'm having a life moment, maybe it feels hard to be like, oh, I'm going to turn this into a podcast. And so it gives me kind of this inspiration to get through it and to figure it out. And I keep telling myself now, I'm like, Lindsay, you'll have moments. It's not like you have to end this podcast forever. If you really have to put something out, you can put it out there, but it'll be weird to transition and not have the jabber anymore. And to kind of just talk about the same message over and over again, that will be the core message of Awakened Woman and getting people into that course. So that will be a challenge for me, honestly. You know, somebody with ADHD, it's like, I love variety at times and new things. And um, it'll really be a lot of discipline that I'll have to create with that. I think too, I'll miss the interviews. Like I love these moments of connecting with these women. You know, as I said, we're really picky about who we let on the show. And so it feels really special when we do have an interview. I love interviewing clients on the show. And kind of like I said earlier, you know, some of my clients that are coming up getting ready to really launch or step into new levels in their business. I can see us still doing episodes about that, but already, you know, as, as Rachel and I said, we get so many pitches. I've already started to reply to the ones that I get directly and saying, we no longer have a show. Please take us off your email list. <laughs> like this is, this is a done deal. So that's kind of bittersweet because again, it's like, I'm not going to really be focusing on other people. I'll be focusing on me and awakened woman so much, which is great, but I'll miss promoting them as well. Yeah. What about what will you miss the least? Um, the time commitment. And I think you would say the same, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Especially the past few months when we knew we were going to end it. I was like, oh my gosh, we just got to get through this podcast. We got to get through this podcast so then we can move on. And so, yeah, I think it's just the commitment of it. I know. I feel like we've been talking about this for so long. It's here. Yeah. Because I knew from the <laughs> summer, like, it was July at the LTD event. It really stuck in for me. And just to give anyone any background, that's the event I have every year with my Living the Dream Mastermind. And I just sat there and I was like, okay, it's time It's time to end this. Like, it's it's done. Like, the, the mission is complete, but I knew I wanted to get to 200 episodes. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you, you've touched upon this a little bit even just now, but so why are you ending the show now of all times? Yeah, I just 
feel complete. Like, I just feel like the mission's been accomplished. I think there's a lot that I've transitioned over the past few years with the personal work that I've done, where I feel like I'm stepping into a new level. It's so funny because even this morning when I was journaling, I was talking about like, this is the end of the beginning. So this has been that I've had my business for nine years in April. And you really think about the year before that when I was a client of different things. So it's been like a 10 year journey in this. And so it feels like that first chapter of me being a coach, it's done. And now it's time to step more into my element and kind of take my seat at the table even more as a quote unquote expert and um, fine tune some things like I've been doing some different studying on being a clearer writer, being a sharper speaker. And so that kind of takes me kind of going into like a chrysalis a little bit and getting stronger behind the scenes to do that. Yeah, I just feel like it's time to evolve. Yep. Yeah. Anything else you want to share about what's next? Yeah, I think, you know, like I said, Awaken Woman self-study especially is what's next. Um, we're going to be talking a lot about it. You know, my email list is really going to be the place where, you know, I have kind of this intimate relationship with people now that the podcast is over and, and it's always kind of been that like that on email, but it will be that way even more. And so um, if you're not on my email list, I encourage you to do that. Just go to my website, lindsayepreston.com and you'll see different ways you can get on the list or you can just email us hello at lindsayepreston.com and say you wanna be on the email list and we'll get you on. We'll have different freebies coming up that we'll be talking about that you can get on on my social media and all of that. Um, but yes, email is gonna really be my place to talk intimately to everybody there, talk a lot about Awakened Woman. As I said, we're gonna be doing a lot of freebies with different trainings um, and things of that. And I think a lot of people think too with freebies, they're like, oh, it's gonna be, you know, nothing that really is that profound. But I would question that. I mean, look at this podcast. Like we don't put out just a bunch of fluffy stuff. Like we put out stuff that's going to transform and change you. And that's what that free content will be like. That's what my emails will be like even more. Yeah, so that's kind of what's next in focusing on that. And what's changing too is, you know, I'm not gonna be talking about one-on-one -on -one coaching that much. It's gonna kind of be like this um, speakeasy in essence. So it's kind of like this behind the scenes thing that you have to either listen to the podcast to know about, or you know somebody who one-on-one -on -one coached with me, or you reach out to me directly and say, hey, Lindsay, you know, I, I really want a one-on-one -on -one coach with you. And then we'll talk about it because otherwise I'm just going to be talking about self-study, 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 awaken woman, awaken woman, self-study, come join us. Yeah. And so that will just kind of be a behind the scenes kind of thing. Yeah. And I mean, I also know having worked with you for over two and a half years now that anything can happen at any moment. So if you're not totally. on the list, you won't know, you won't know what's, what's really coming next because it can always change. And there's always there's always something new that we come up with. Totally. And I'm glad you brought that up and because yeah, we have plans, but then we have to listen to, you know, our surroundings of like, okay, what is, what is it that people are wanting? What is it the market that's wanting? What is it that I'm wanting more of that maybe this big thing happened in my life that I need to make a life change. And, and I'm not saying like leave clientele behind, but like, you know, this past year, my husband was diagnosed with this form of cancer 
And it really kind of shook me a little bit of like, whoa, I've really got to make sure that I am present for my family. And that was the starting step of me not having as many one on one clients because there was a period that it was just like, call, 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 next day, call, 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 call. And that was beautiful and amazing, but it was time to evolve. And so we're always evolving, basically. Always evolving. <laughs> yeah. So this is it, Rachel. Here we are. End of 200. Thank you so much for having me on for the last episode. I was so honored that you asked me to do this. Yeah. I mean, you've been such a huge part of this. How could I not? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a really fun journey. I'm really happy to have been a part of it. Yeah. So, all right, everyone, this is the end for now. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the show. Um, you know where to find me if you want to keep connecting with me. I'm on Instagram. I'm going to be on TikTok more. Just search for Lindsay Preston or Lindsay Elizabeth Preston or Lindsay Elizabeth. You'll find me one of the ways um, and get on the email list. And we hope to see you an awakened woman. Thanks for tuning into the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast. If you haven't left a review for the show yet, what are you waiting for? Your reviews give us the feedback and momentum we need to continue to produce this incredible free content for you. Plus, when you leave a review for the show, you get a copy of my book for free. Simply take a picture of your review and submit it to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash one zero zero, and you'll receive a digital copy of my wisdom from the first hundred episodes book. This book is a study guide for life. Enjoy. And of course, share this show with your friends. I believe every woman can create a deeply fulfilling life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. The more you help others succeed, the more you help yourself. So share, share, share this show. And I'll see you soon and your friends back on the show next week for another eye-opening episode. Until then, keep rocking it.